0: Welcome to a
1: special edition of The Root of All Success. I am the real Jason Duncan, and today is a solo show. So I'm going to be talking about something called How to Get Results Through Integrity. And uh, the, reason I, the reason I decided to do this show solo today is because I've had uh, some people, clients of mine, specifically been asking questions about that. And uh, so I want to tell that story. I want to tell a story about how Results Through Integrity became... A hashtag and where the idea came from. But more importantly, I I hope this show will give you uh, an idea as an entrepreneur of how to get results from your employees. Because really, at the end of the day, that's that's what you pay them for. You don't pay them to work. You don't pay them to show up. You pay them to get results. If they can't get results, then they're a bad investment. So I want to talk about what that means today. And so that's why I'm going to do a solo show. So so let, let me go back. It was about three, four years ago, maybe oh golly, maybe longer ago than that. But I'm an avid podcast listener. And I actually go through spurts. I think you probably do the same thing. I go through spurts of listening to a lot of podcasts for a while when I'm driving and then then listen to audiobooks or and then go back. But uh, there was a summer, one of the summers, I guess in three last four or five years ago. I was uh, I've been serving as the chaplain at Boxwell Scout Reservation here in Lebanon, Tennessee, which is not too far from where I live for the last decade or more. Twelve years, I think. And I was driving out there one Wednesday evening to do the chapel service and I was listening to a podcast. And quite frankly, I don't even remember uh, the name of the podcast. I don't remember. I just don't remember what it was. But I know I know that the podcast host was interviewing a guest. And that guest uh, was it was a lady and she was a business coach. And I think if my memory serves me correctly, she was um, she was a coach with um, Gally. I can't remember the name of the company that she worked for. Um, there's a famous, pretty well-known coaching company. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. But anyhow, she she was on there and the host and she were talking about managing, like how to manage how to manage your employees. And I was listening because at the time I had, I think we had slightly over 20 employees at, at one of the companies I own. And, um, you know, I, I was I was struggling, had been struggling for a long time on how to manage my employees, not struggling in the sense that I was failing at it. But just as an entrepreneur, I wanted to be better at it. You know, and I think you I think you probably know what I'm talking about, but I was struggling with how to manage employees and specifically my sales team, how to how to manage sales team, because at the end of the day, a salesperson. As I said a moment ago, is paid for results. They're not paid for how many calls they make or they're not paid for giving presentations. They're paid on results. And frankly, that's not just true with salespeople, it's true with every employee. So I was listening to this, intent on finding a nugget of wisdom that I might be able to use to implement into my business as an entrepreneur, as a CEO. And she was talking about how that that fact that I was just sharing about, you're really paid for the result. You're not paid for the work put in to get to the result. You're paid for the result. And I remember pausing the podcast in my truck. I was driving my truck and I paused it. And I, I had this moment of contemplation thinking, okay, so I've worked for bosses in the past, way back in my twenties where only cared about results. And so as a matter of fact, there were a couple of, uh, probably one or two of those people who wouldn't have even cared if I'd broken the law, as long as I got the results. And I knew as a person with integrity that I couldn't do that. Like I couldn't expect, I could not expect my employees to do things that would break for sure, break the law, but, but there would not be the right way to do things just to get a result. I didn't want them working 80 hours a week. I didn't want them, you know, putting in extra time. They didn't need to. And so I was struggling at that moment, listening to that podcast, riding in my truck. It was a beautiful, beautiful summer evening on a Wednesday. And I remember thinking, well, how do I get to the results, but make sure that it's done through integrity and that concept kind of popped into my brain results through integrity. So how can I manage for results, but make sure that I'm managing for results through the concept of integrity? And I thought, wow, this is this is really, really good. And I I don't even think I turned the podcast back on. I don't even think i finished listening to the episode. But I remember going and doing the chapel service. And then the next day when I got into the office. I remember sitting down thinking about, okay, what does this mean? This results through integrity thing that I thought about last night. What does that actually mean? What does it look like? How do you, how do you flesh that out in real life as an entrepreneur for, for my employees? And so what I did is I started writing out for my salespeople specifically, what were the results that I needed from the salespeople on a regular basis? And there was a clear financial monetary result that I needed. And I don't remember what those numbers were at the time, but let's just say, for example, I needed, a, I needed each salesperson to sell a million dollars a year, what, what, whatever. I don't, I don't remember the numbers. That was the result that I needed. So for, for each quarter that had to be on, on average, that would have been $250,000 in closed deals on a quarter. And then you could break that down to months if you wanted to, but, but, but in reality, it was about the result. It was about what had to happen. And so if you'd went through the first quarter and you didn't close 250 and you only close a hundred, well, then the next quarter, you essentially had to close 300 or whatever that would be $400,000 because you were, you were short the first quarter. So you had to close more the second quarter to make up for it. Cause at the end of the day, these employees are investments. As the owner of the company, I pay a salary and I pay the potential income on, on uh, commissions as an investment to get a bigger return, to get that huge sale to, so that the company can make money. I could pay all the other employees and so that I can make money. And if they can't get the result, then they're a bad investment. But how do I, how do I communicate that without sounding like a jerk? I, I'm not going to look at my salesperson in the eyeball and say, you either get your $250,000 closed in this quarter or you're fired. Like I, I, I don't, think that's the right way of going about things. Cause I didn't want to be like one of those bosses I worked for back in my twenties. So that's when I started writing out, well, what does integrity mean? Well, integrity on the, on the surface, of course, we think that it means just doing everything, being honest and being forthright and doing it the, you know, it is not cheating anybody. And it's certainly that, that is a, uh, that is part of what integrity means. But another part of what integrity means, integrity means complete. It means uh, solid. It means total. So for example, if you think about uh, if you're building a ship, building a boat, you want the hull of that ship or that boat to have integrity, meaning it's held together correctly. The right rivets, the right seams, the right welds. If you're building a house, you want a house built with integrity. In other words, the Corners are true and and they're square and you want to, that, that's, that's what integrity means. And so for me, what I got to thinking about is, okay, how do I write out what is the integrity part that I want my salespeople to accomplish that I, they got to get the results, but, but I don't, I want it done a certain way. And so then I started writing out all the things, all the pieces of integrity that a salesperson who worked in my organization at the time would have to carry out. And here's here's what that boiled down to. Number one is they had to follow the process. So we had written a very specific sales process that had certain steps along the way that included things like, um, you know, initial contact, email contact, scheduling a meeting, making sure the meeting was put on the calendar the correct way. And yeah, there's a right way to put a meeting on a calendar in a wrong way. And if you've ever gotten a meeting invite from somebody who did it the wrong way, what happened? (laughs) You got you saw it on your calendar, but you had no idea who this person was, what you were talking about, where it was supposed to be or anything. And you were confused because you'd forgotten. That's the wrong way to do it. So there are right ways to do things. And then there's there's a compatibility script that we wrote uh, to do on what we call a compatibility call. When we would meet with the customer the first time, we'd sit down and talk with them about there were a specific set of 16 questions that we would ask every single time. And that gave us the direction we needed to go in the sales process. And then they had to have a clear future after that first meeting. Meaning what that means is they had to schedule the next meeting and it had to be on that person's calendar and our calendar. It couldn't just be on ours or just on theirs. They had to be a clear future. So everybody that was involved knew what was going to happen next. And then the next step would be, Uh, you know, maybe the lighting audit would be scheduled and and our operations teams would be notified. And then the next step would be we would analyze the data. Then the next step, we would do our present full full on presentation with the analysis of the numbers and then ask for the deal, et cetera, et cetera. So, so the integrity part of that sales process was following that process. Like if you got the results, but you didn't follow the process, there's a problem because you might've gotten the results just based on luck or a mistake, or there was no other real option that the customer had, and you can't depend on luck and mistakes to to pay the bills. And that wasn't the only pieces of integrity, But, but first was follow the process. Second was, did you show up correctly? So part of the integrity was following the process, but the other part of integrity was, did you show up correctly? In other words, were you wearing the company brand? Did you show up dressed correctly? Did you shower? Did you smell good? Did you look good? Did you show up on time? Did you bring the the ink pens that we had made? The very nice ink pens. Like if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see this is a version of one of those ink pens. It's a very nice heavy metal pen with a, um, a stylus and a light on the other end that had our name etched in it? Did you bring the ink pens? Did you bring the notepads? We had notepads that we brought to every meeting that had our logo on it. We'd leave with the customer so that our logo stayed on their desk. Did you arrange the chairs in the, uh, conference room that where you were about to give your presentation or have the meeting? Did you arrange them correctly? Because there's a correct way to arrange the chairs. And this is not a sales, this is the point of this podcast, not to give you a sales tip on how to arrange chairs. But the point of all this is on the integrity side is did you follow the process and did you show up correctly? That's doing it with integrity. And then the third part of that, of doing it with integrity, would be to record all of the data correctly you record the data. So for instance, if you we in our CRM, there would be a place to put the customer's name, the prospect, you know, the prospect or customer's name, contact information, email, phone, notes about the call. When did you meet? Was there any, you know, did you record all of the answers from the compatibility meeting into the CRM so that no matter who was looking at it would know the answers that the customer or the prospect gave? So the, so what I'm getting at here, and this is for your benefit, is that when you're managing your people, you want results and you have to manage for results because at the end of the day, without results, nobody makes any money. You you've had a bad investment and that person is never going to return. There's not going to be a return on an investment, but if all you care about is results and you don't have this through integrity part, then you're going to find yourself struggling to keep good people because they're going to look at you as a jerk because you obviously don't care about anything but results. So while results are important, it's the only thing we, anybody gets paid on is results. They don't get paid for what they know. They don't paid for what they do. They get paid for what happens as a result of what they know and what they do. I'm going to say that again. You don't get paid for what you know. You don't get paid for what you do. You get paid for the result of what you know and what you do. That's the way the world works. Entrepreneurs know that. You know that. Your employees need to understand that too. So when you hire an employee, look at them in the eye and say, listen, you're you're an investment for me. I'm going to pay you this salary, this compensation plan. And my expectation is that that is going to have a return for our business, that you're going to earn more money for the business than what I'm paying you. Because if it doesn't, that's a bad investment. Just like you wouldn't want to put money into real estate or stocks or crypto and not get your full money back. That would be a bad investment. I'm looking at you as an employee. You're an investment a very important investment. As a matter of fact, the number one investment that I can make as an entrepreneur is in you as my employee. But at the end of the day, if you can't get the results, that's a bad investment for me. But because I'm not going to be a jerk, I want want you to understand that I manage this company results through integrity. And those two things have to come together. Results through integrity. So I want you to do it the right way. I want you to follow the process. I want you to show up the correct way. I want you to record the data the right way. But I don't want just that. I got to have the result, right? I mean, it's got to be both. It's got to be both. So, so what I ended up doing, and this is kind of the the, uh, the point of this, of what I want to bring up on this res, this podcast today about results or integrity, is that for salespeople, and this could work for other people besides salespeople. As a matter of fact, I work with a lot of my coaching clients to develop uh, what I call a results or integrity 30-day review, employee review. But for salespeople, it's very easy to see how this works, and then you can you can adjust this for service workers, admin workers, anybody else on your team, developers, uh, designers, whatever. You can you can develop this results or integrity 30-day employee review plan with just about any employee. But I'm going to use salespeople in in the in the show today just to kind of give you an example of what that might look like. So so here's the thing. So here's how you would review an employee. This is how you'd manage a salesperson with results through integrity. This is how you'd use this this framework, this concept that I built after listening to that podcast and then just kind of started riffing on the ideas and it became a hashtag and it started being part of what our company talked about was hashtag results for integrity. Everything we did, we put, these, we put the hashtag results for integrity on everybody's desk. It was on posters around the walls. And uh, it was a hashtag that we used for, for a very, very long time. As a matter of fact, I've got, ai think, a thing on my wall in my office that says results for integrity, hashtag results for integrity. And it actually was, believe it or not, was the original name of my coaching company. Not that you care, but uh, I named the orig- my coaching company when I started it Results for Integrity, which I thought was a great name because it, it it fell in line with what I believed and how I wanted to manage things. And then I started a separate company called Results University to be an online educational portal. And from a branding standpoint, those two names were so f- similar to one another, it caused major chaos in my customers' brains they couldn't understand. So I had, to, I had to let go of both of those names and ended up just going with something different called TRJD Enterprises, which as a brand doesn't really matter, but, but nevertheless, I digress. But when I set this forth as a way to manage salespeople, this is what it looked like. So when you manage a salesperson, the first thing you have to make sure that the salesperson understands besides how to do the job, we're going to make sure, we're going to make the assumption that you've trained them correctly. They know what they're supposed to do. So all that aside, they need to understand what the result is that you're looking for. As a matter of fact, I was talking to, uh, I had a client of mine come into Nashville last night, and we had a dinner together. There were several clients who came in. And we had a dinner, and he was talking about one of his former jobs before he became an entrepreneur. And he worked for a, a large international company as a salesperson, an inside salesperson. He made phone calls, and he 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 worked a desk and a book of business. And the the company required a certain number of calls per day. He had, I don't know what the number was. Let's say it's a hundred. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Just call a hundred a day. And then the company also required a certain amount of time on the phone with a customer. So not only did you have to dial X number of times, but you had to be on the phone a certain number of minutes with customers every day. And then, and then at the end, they had a certain dollar amount that you had to hit every single month in order to meet their result. And so this, this guy, my client was telling me how great he was as a salesperson. He was. He had his book of business was two or three times greater than anybody else's book of business. Yet he did a fraction of the calls and a fraction of the talk time that everybody that they were supposedly requiring of him. Well, that his manager, luckily enough, was was understood reality and knew that the result was more important than all those other extra things that he, they were requiring people to do all the calls, all that stuff. So they kind of gave him a little grace and let him, let him kind of do his own thing because he kept the business coming in and he had a certain way he did things that just allowed him to bring in a lot of money and he didn't have to do as many calls and he had to be on the phone as long as everybody else did to to make that happen. Well, (laughs) what happened in the office is like a lot of whiners, employees, well, why does he not have to make as many calls as me? And, and of course, the answer is, well, because he's selling. Like, as long as you're selling, that's what we want. And here's the problem. They were managing for the wrong results. They were managing activity levels. I used to buy into the BS that you're, you're, it was activity, activity, activity. Just do activity and you'll be fine. No, no, sometimes your activities are wrong. Sometimes your activities suck. Sometimes your activities don't lead to the outcome that you had thought that they would lead to. So you have to pay attention to the one metric that is most important. And for, in this illustration I'm giving, it's dollars closed, deals closed, dollars coming in as revenue to the business. That's what what is the most important metric. If he can get that dollar amount through one phone call, then he should be one phone call. That's it. If he can get that through eight phone calls, that's fine. If he needs a hundred, it's a hundred. But the result they're looking for is the dollar amount at the end of the day. Now, if he's cheating, he's lying, he's he's getting other people to do his work for him, all those types of things just to get to that result. Then that's not that's not correct. That's not integrity. We need to talk about that.
0: Let's take a quick break to thank our amazing sponsors for making this podcast possible. Hey, I want to talk with you about
1: one of my favorite tools as a salesperson and as an entrepreneur, and that tool is Dub. I want you to imagine for a minute getting an email from somebody and instead of just being the plain old crappy text in an email, rather than just having a bunch of HTML where it's pictures and stuff, what if it was a video and the video had a little GIF and it was playing right there in the email as soon as you opened it and it had your name. Like it said, hello, Jason, check this out. And then you clicked play and it played right there in your inbox in the window. And it was somebody trying to tell you how great you are, how awesome they can help you, how how good they can help you out. That is the power of video emails. I want you to try Dub out. I've been using it for years. I've closed countless millions of dollars in sales over the last, I don't know, 6 years or so using Dub, and you can do it too. All you got to do is go to the real jasonduncan.com/ dub that's dubb the real jasonduncan.com dub dub will help you make an impact in your sales through video it's going to help you with they've even got a CRM built into it you can build landing pages you can do campaigns even SMS campaigns you can set up automations to manage workflows and maximize conversions and like I said they've got an existing software platform inside dub to take your CRM to the next level. Try this out, get a free special just by being a listener to the podcast. Go to the real last 40 years Duncan ago you dub. weren't get in two business two unless you had your business on on in your the first ages. 2 months. You remember That's those realjackson.com. <laughs> and 30 slash years ago, dub. you weren't in business unless you had a door-to-door salesman. 20 years ago, you weren't in business unless you had a website. And today, you're not in business unless you're doing social media content. Am I right? social media content, social media content in the form of like micro content, which is 30 to 60 second spots on Instagram reels or TikTok or YouTube shorts. That's the way business is done. As a matter of fact, that may be how you found out about this podcast or me as a business coach. This medium that we're using today to communicate what we do is vitally important. And just recording yourself isn't enough. You've got to do it right. And my friends over at Story Do it right. And one of the problems with doing it wrong is that you sit around thinking, well, what the heck am I going to record? What am I going to say? How am I going to say it? Like, I don't I don't know what to talk about. Well, story takes all of that away from you. Stop wasting time trying to come up with content because story will send you a video prompt on what to record. You can pick the categories you want to record in, whether it's real estate, entrepreneurship, finance, relationship, leadership, life insurance. It could be anything. Don't waste time on that. And by the way, if you're not confident in talking on video or if the video editing portion takes up way too much of your time, Story will edit the videos to perform well on social media. They add the subtitles, the pop-ups, the Zoom cuts. They remove all the filler words like uh and um and uh. They remove the awkward pauses and then they take that video and post it for you. They write the captions, they add the relevant hashtags, and they post it on the platforms that you care about the most. It's exactly what you need to be in business today. To be successful at it. So if you want to learn how to do social media the way the influencers do, you need to go to the real duncan.com slash story, and that story with two whys. Why? Because they're awesome. Go to the real duncan.com slash story, that's s t-o-r-y-y for 10% off your first three months to try story out. You're gonna thank me later.
0: Thanks for listening to our sponsors. Now back to the show.
1: I remember working for a company back in Nashville, back in the 19, uh, late nineties. And they same similar thing. I was a very good salesperson. I had a route that I was traveling around and I would outsell everybody, but I wouldn't make as many calls and I wouldn't call in as many new people because my customers were continuing to come in. And so I didn't have to work as hard as everybody else did to get that. And my manager kept getting mad at me. Well, you're not making enough calls. I'm like, what do you want? Do you want me to make more calls or you want me to get more business? I'm confused here. So the so the thing is, when you're managing how to get results or integrity with a salesperson, the first thing that salesperson has to understand is what is the result that you're looking for? And so you got to look at that salesperson and say, listen, Bob, here's what I need. I need you to close two hundred fifty thousand dollars per quarter. That is the result that I have to have. That's what we're looking for. And maybe you back that, in, which actually you should back that up to a month. And so you look at a month and let, let's just pick a, let's pick a dollar amount. Let's just say it's 100 a hundred grand in a month just to kind of have round numbers. So what you do is you tell, you tell Bob, Bob, here's the deal, man. It's a hundred grand a month. You understand that, right? Yes, Bob, Bob understands it. And, uh, you understand that that's realistic and rational and it's a good number and it's not this pie in the sky. Nobody can hit number. It's, it's the real number that we need you to hit, right? Yes. Yes. I get it. Okay. So once Bob understands that, Then you explain, Okay, here's how I expect you to follow a process, how I want you to show up and how I need you to record that data. Those three things. That's the integrity part. I want you to. Here's the process. You're going to do compatibility calls. You're going to do audits. You're going to do a presentation and then you're going to close the deal to simplify things. That's what you got to do, Bob. Are you, do you, are you clear on that's how we do things? We don't, we don't just knock on doors and hope people will let us come in and do an audit. We, we have to run our process. You understand that, right? Yes. Yes. I understand that. Okay. So now that's the beginning of the month. Bob understands his role. Bob is released and Bob is out working. At the end of the month, what you do is a results or integrity review with Bob and you sit down and the review is two questions. And this is the beauty of the way this review works. First question, Bob, did you get the results that were required and agreed upon at our last meeting? That's it. That's the question. That's question number one. Did you get the results that were required and agreed upon at the last meeting? That's question number one. And the only two answers that can be given to that question are yes or no. That's it. I don't need to know any reasons. I don't need to know any extra color commentary. Yes or no. Now, before you think I'm a jerk, just hear me out. Listen, listen to the rest of the story here. Did you get it, Bob? Yes or no. The second question, before I tell you how Bob might have answered that question, the second question you ask Bob is, Bob, did you do your job with integrity as agreed and required? and again that's it did you do your job with integrity as agreed and required and again the only two answers to that question are yes or no there are no explanations no color and commentary. It's yes or no so this 30 30 day review with your salesperson is very easy bob 30 days ago you and i sat down and agreed on an outcome a result that was required did you get it yes i did fantastic you just click the you you check the box yes next question. All right, Bob, did you do your job with integrity? And, and, and integrity again is not just being honest, not just being forthright and ethical. It all, all that is understood, but it's, did you follow the process? Did you show up correctly? And did you record the data the right way, the way that we treat, it, to, to, uh, trained you to do? And let's say Bob says, yes. So he got the result. He did it with integrity. He said yes to both of those. Bob is a model employee. And that's what we want, Bob. Bob is a good investment. He's a good employee, good partner, good team player. And you thank Bob and you're like, all right, Bob, now let's look at the next month. So the result we need for next month is X. Let's say it's $110,000, whatever it happens to be. It's (laughs) $110,000. Bob, do you agree and understand that that is the result that you need? Yes, I agree. And then he signs, you sign, and now you have a record. That's a 30-day review in the books. 30 days from now, let's say Bob comes back in, Bob sets down and you say, okay, Bob, you know the drill. Did you get the results in the last 30 days? And he says, no. Okay. Now, you are certainly welcome to ask the question, well, what happened? And you can listen to what happened, but the end of the matter is it's a no. It it doesn't matter what the reason is. You didn't get it. Now, he might have been on vacation for two weeks or there might have been something that interrupted his sales plans. And you can make a note of that. That's fine. But the reality is the result didn't happen. Then you ask the second question. Did you do it with integrity? And then Bob says, "Uh, yes, I did it with integrity. I followed the process. I showed up correctly and I recorded the data the right way. Okay, great. All right, Bob, since you didn't get the result, but you did it with integrity, I need you to keep going. Here's the result we need for next month. Are you clear? Do you understand? Do you agree? Yes. You sign the piece of paper and you go to the next month. Now, let's say Bob shows up on that third month and you say, Bob, <clears throat> did you get the results that were required in the last 30 days? And he says, no. And then you ask the second question, Bob, do you get did you do it with integrity? And he says, no. Well, at that point, you say, Bob, well, here's the thing. You're not hitting the results that we agreed in the last 30 days, actually last 60 days. And even this month, you didn't do it with integrity. You didn't show up correctly. You didn't follow the process. You didn't record the data. So here's the thing. You got 30 days to get the yeses. Or I'm afraid, you know, as you know, that this doesn't. You know, we we only pay people for results. We don't pay people for working hard or showing up. You understand that, Bob? Bob is very clear on that because that you're not you're not sneaking that up on him. He he knew about it from the beginning. So Bob says, okay. And so the 30 days later, he shows up and he's like, uh, "You asked the question, Bob. Did you get the results?" He said, "Yes, I got the results." Bob, did you do it with integrity? He says, "No, I didn't." Okay, so I already got a yes and he got a no. But he got the results. That's ultimately what you want. But you tell him, hey, man, you got 30 days to get the integrity back on board or this is not going to work. So 30 days later, Bob shows back up. You do another review. Bob, did you get the results? No. Bob, did you do it with integrity? No. Now, what you've got to decide at this point is you've got a pattern of somebody not consistently performing. And if your investments are not consistently performing, it may be time to unload those investments. And only you as the employer, as the entrepreneur, know when that investment needs to be unloaded. But the whole point of the results or integrity management concept is you pay the cut. The, the employee has to agree and understand in what is required, the result, the outcome that you're looking for and the integrity with which to complete or, or to attain that result. And these two questions, you know, if you get both yeses, that's great. If you get one no, then you just need to be paying attention to that. If you get two no's, you need to put that person on a 30 day notice. Like if you, if you come back in again and you don't have two yeses, this, you know, you're self-selecting out of this company because you know that we're only paying people for results. We're not paying people to show up. We're not paying people to, to, to be here. We're paying people for results. And if you do this, if you do this results for integrity plan, you will see people self-selecting out who don't need to be part of your team. You won't have to fire anybody. They'll self-select out. They'll know. We had this discussion last night at our dinner with my clients, and they were talking about how how many times they've been or ever had to fire anybody, and almost without without fail, every time they had to fire someone, the person already knew it. They're like, "Yeah, I knew." So they're self-selecting. They, they're firing themselves. And if you commit to this results through integrity, what you're going to have, too, is you're going to have employees who clearly understand what the result is that you're looking for. They understand their part in the overall vision of the company and why that result is important. And they understand the integrity with which they have to accomplish or attain that result. And they're going to work hard. And the employees that you want to keep are going to work hard towards that. Results through integrity. It's a great concept. So you can put the hashtag results for integrity anywhere you want. You know, it's a hashtag that I created uh, several years ago, but results or integrity is what your business needs. So that is a, uh, that's my solo episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. I- I'm going to start doing a few of these solo episodes and I would appreciate the feedback. So if you wouldn't mind going and uh, to my website, the real Jason slash podcast, feel free to leave a comment uh, about how you like or dislike the solo episodes. If there's a comp, uh, uh, a concept that you would like me to do a deep dive on one of the shows episodes of Ro- the root of all success. I'd be happy to do a, di- a deep dive into that. And remember these go out not only on every podcast player where we're internationally syndicated by the C-Suite radio network. We're also on YouTube. So you can go watch us on YouTube, watch my video of this on YouTube at the real Jason Duncan on YouTube. Uh, YouTube just released these handles just like every other social media platform. So if you just look at the real Jason Duncan on YouTube, you'll find this ugly mug (laughs) right there on YouTube and you can go watch these videos and there's lots of other content out there and it's all my content is about entrepreneurs. And at the end of the day, my, my role, my job, my mission on earth is I help overworked and overstressed entrepreneurs figure out how to take a step back from their day-to-day operations so that they can spend 10 hours or less operating their business. Why? So that they can finally discover what their true superpower is, what they really are here on the earth for. And if that's something you're interested in, please reach out to me at therealjasonduncan.com. Well, make sure you tune in again next week when I talk with yet another very successful entrepreneur about his or her journey to success. Until then, I am the real Jason Duncan
0: and Jesus is King. Thank you for listening to another edition of The Root of All Success with The Real Jason Duncan. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, visit therootofallsuccess.com to access the show notes and other helpful resources. Follow Jason on social media at The Real Jason Duncan. Are you an entrepreneur who feels trapped in the weeds of daily operations, not experiencing the freedom you thought you'd have as a business owner? Want to know the way out? take Jason's free exit readiness assessment to see how close you are to getting ready to experience true freedom and success as an entrepreneur. Go to amireadytoexit.com today. That's amireadytoexit.com. See you again next time here on the Root of All Success.